Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, finding fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility, but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I am completely honored that you're here with me today, allowing me to guide you through your journey to become the conscious mama you were born to be. Today, we have another episode taken straight from the community where I pop in and just give some words of wisdom to all of the beautiful people in there. And yeah, obviously I share it here on the podcast as well. Eventually, I think I recorded this like six months ago. I don't know, a while ago. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Remember, I just want to remind you that you can send in your questions um, and I will completely answer them for you here at the group coaching um, or within the community um, if obviously the group coaching um, is too far in advance for you to wait. Um, So make sure you utilize this aspect of the course. It's a really unique aspect. Um, Not a lot of online courses have a live option where you can jump on with the coach and ask direct questions um, or even get direct feedback within a community. Um, I personally believe that it's a game changer and that um, it is literally um, almost necessary (laughs) for a lot of people to just ask those um, questions that you might not think are important. Um, I do know that we're building a pretty amazing community where you can um, Google within the search box and look for specific things. And then obviously the um, the course itself is just packed with so much information. Sometimes I'm a little bit scared. It's too much information, but I do trust that um, the people that come into the formula are highly educated and know um to take it easy, to take it slow, and to know that you don't have to do everything in the course and take what resonates and take what doesn't resonate because that is um, the key to success, right? Um, And this is kind of the topic that I want to talk to you guys about today is really um, following that intuition. Obviously, there's a whole... um, little section about following your intuition, um, how to really tap into that, um, and some resources to start go exploring and learning how to do that more. But um, I would say over 90% of people that come into finding fertility, whether that's 
on social media, listen to the podcast here in the community. Um, we've tried a lot. <laughs> we have tried it all. And that's how it feels like. And you guys know if you've been with me long enough or you know my story, that's exactly how I felt, especially after my failed um, or my second failed IVF. I just thought, what the fuck? Like, what more can I actually do to improve my situation? And um, it was a lot more, but it didn't feel like a huge... Um, something like a big task to take on after I had already done so much. It was like, okay, you know, finding out that I was highly intolerant to, you know, the nightshades um, was the last thing that I really needed to put into place um, to just basically fix my fertility. I mean, that was, that was it, right? Eliminate those things that were highly, um, uh, that I was highly intolerant to, and then just giving it time to heal and do its thing. Um, I'm sure I've said it before, but I definitely believe that eliminating the nightshades um, and doing the second frozen embryo transfer with immune suppressing drugs, I still needed the immune suppressing drugs at that time. I do not believe that I would have got got or stayed pregnant without them. Um, but being on that protocol, um, pretty strictly, like almost like not in a healthy way, strict, um, mentally and emotionally wise, because I didn't know, I didn't have the guidance and support that if I did just happen to have some nightshades that I wasn't going to have a mis miscarriage, um, which that's, that was like my biggest fear, um, that that time that I gave my body um, off of all the intolerant things that I have been putting in my body, that's when my fertility, quote unquote, reconnected. That's when my gut really healed. Um, and then obviously, as um, we all know by people telling us just relax or just go on holiday, um, or I had a baby through IVF or adopted. And then, you know, the stress of infertility um, decreases dramatically. And um, obviously, when you, you know, have a baby, whether that be um, through IVF, IUI, naturally adoption, you know, donor, whatever it is, um, your focus you know, just naturally shifts from infertility to motherhood, right? You are now put in a different, you know, state of mind until you're ready to try again. But um, it does take that stress that has compiled onto us um, away naturally right and it's not because we just relax it's not because you know we easily forgot about um everything that we just went through but we are like literally not hyper focusing on on the task at hand of getting and staying pregnant so it's just by default really but there is massive you know science behind it that your adrenals start getting arrested, your cortisol isn't through the roof anymore 
um, you definitely have like different issues about sleepless nights and, you know, worrying about being a mom. But um, I definitely think that's just like a, a different kettle of fish. Um, so, you know, giving your time, like once, once you feel like you're really on the right path and this, this can sometimes be annoying and super frustrating because sometimes the right path isn't what you thought it was going to be. Sometimes you are literally just doing the things to do the things like a checklist. Um, you know, I've had a one-to-one -one client where she, I suggested something and she's like, okay, I'm going to add it to the list. And like light bulbs went off in my head. Like, what do you mean a list? And she's like, well, I have a list of everything I need to do on a daily basis. And this was like smoothies, vitamins, meditations, affirmations. And I was just like, holy shit, that sounds super stressful and I'm going to go out on a limb and just assume that you're not even fully present for all of that because how can you be, you know, like how can you be present in your life, your, you know, your day-to-day -day job, your day-to-day -day life with your, your partner, um, if you're dealing with secondary infertility with the children at hand, and then have this massive, massive to-do list just for fertility I'm, you know, I'm pretty confident when I say that that's not helping and that's just adding to the stress. Um, so I know there's going to be phases of that. And what I really want to hone in on is like following your intuition and being present and just kind of being aware of like, is this actually serving me? Like, is this actually something that I need to put my attention to? Or is this just something tangible that I'm doing? So therefore, I feel like I'm doing something. So therefore, because I feel like I'm doing, then therefore, something's going to happen, right? And um, I think we can all get stuck in that, that trap of doing instead of being. So um, when you are figuring out... Um, the right steps for you, be patient with yourself, give things time, follow your intuition of whether or not that particular thing is necessary, or you feel like you're doing it because you, it, you were told to do it in the course, or you've heard someone else did it, or it worked for someone else. Um, and this is a really good opportunity to ask questions, right? Like, here's my situation. Do you really think this is a valuable thing for me to do right now? And we can help, you know, I can help you decipher whether or not it is. Um, and then when you do feel confident, right? You feel confident that you're on the right diet. You feel confident that you have found modalities to decrease your stress levels, um, to improve your mental and emotional health, to start digging into some of those past traumas that are keeping you stuck and in self-sabotage mode. And, um, you know, you just feel good on your body products, your home products. You just feel good. You feel like life is good. Then you feel really confident that you can, um, you're bringing joy and happiness back into your life right now, making that possible right now. Um, 
that is like a game changer for people. And I know it sounds um, really simple and silly and maybe nothing to do with your fertility, but um, it is really just raising that conscious awareness and that vibration in yourself right now. And the gratitude, bringing in, being thankful. Um, one of the, you know, kind of life changing or like a situation that I was super aware of and laugh at now is um, when I changed my diet, I remember sitting down at the breakfast table, eating a beautiful breakfast and being grumpy as fuck. And, um, and then I just started laughing at myself, like literally out loud. And I was just like, what are you doing? Like, this is exactly what is a big issue for you is that you are looking at this situation as a negative where, okay, it's hard. And yes, it's, it's a little bit stressful and sucks at sometimes, but the reality is, is that you have this beautiful home. You're sat at a beautiful breakfast table, looking over your beautiful garden. You have money to buy food that you are is healthy and nourishing you now have the knowledge that you are able to change your situation and just FYI I didn't know that I had that knowledge during this time but I'm telling you like you guys can sit there and be super confident that these things are going to work for you in various different ways um so when I discovered that power, it didn't like, obviously it did not change things overnight. I still had failed IVFs and miscarriage and stuff, but it was the start of me bringing in that gratitude and that awareness of joy um, and happiness that, okay, I'm not exactly where I want to be, but where I want to be is in a place of of love, of joy, of um, gratitude. And I have to start now, not when like my ultimate goal is reached, right? Because the fact of the matter is, is that the the pregnancy and the baby and the family or the adoption or whatever it is you think is going to make you happy, I can hand on heart tell you that for most of us, that isn't what's going to bring you the happiness that you're actually truly seeking. It's going to be a cherry on the top, but it's going to even taste better, feel better, be better when the happiness and the joy and the acceptance and the love is already there. And um, getting super woo-woo, it's actually going to bring you feeling that those emotions is actually going to be bringing you steps closer and drawing um what you actually want to you um and it's just about time you know giving your body time to heal giving your um mental and emotional health um time to readjust uh learning to rewire uh those neurons inside your brain it is um I know we've all been kind of sold this quick fix, especially with IVF, especially with some of the gurus out there. Um, and it's just not, you know, for us dealing with fertility, it's a minimum three months, minimum three months. And that's three months from starting when you feel, you know, pretty confident 
that you have, you know, all the things in line physically that you need to do um, to improve your A quality, right? Like at the moment, there's no speeding that shit, <laughs> that shit up, right? We have to, you know, have the patience of that. Um, and I know surrendering is one of the hardest things to do, you know, um, I'm just reading this book right now. Um, oh, I thought my phone was right here. I'm going to get this book title out for you guys. Um, I'm listening to it. I listen to all my books. Um, it's called The Alchemy of Imagination. It's literally like four hours long on Audible. So it's not really a big book. But out of the many, many um, woo-woo mindset books that I've read, um, I don't know if it's like this one's crystal clear to me because I've read so many and I'm like just really open to all of this. But so far, um, it's probably one of the best, most straightforward books that talks about, um, you know, manifestation and law of attraction and all that stuff. And I would say one of the most honest ones, too, you know, um, part of it at the very beginning was talking about you know kind of the three things that you need and and he was like and the, the thing about these three things is that they're not easy they sound easy but the fact of the matter is is that our subconscious mind is sometimes a little bitch <laughs> and it's really really hard to um reprogram that um or believe that it's simple too so um this is probably the first time I've kind of really talked about um, a modality called Psyche. I know I've introdu introduced it within the course a little bit. Um, and it's something I'll start talking a lot more about when I'm on um, my second level. And to be honest, by the time this gets out onto the podcast, I will be qualified to do it remotely. Um, but even though it is literally the quickest and most efficient way I have found um, to reprogram my subconscious mind and help others do that, um, you still have to be at a point of belief that it can be that easy, right? Because if we're sat here thinking things have to be hard, we've always told you have to go the deep night of the soul, you have to do all this inner child work, like, you know, anything worth doing, or what is the phrase? Anything good worth doing is hard or whatever. I don't even know the phrase. I've kicked it out of my brain. <laughs> like, you know, we've just been told like things have to be really, really hard, you know, to, to be done. And um, Psyche like, hey, definitely is not that. And sometimes I'm like, WTF, I can't believe it is this simple to um, you know, change your subconscious beliefs. And when you're able to change those subconscious beliefs, and this is why I've picked up this modality, because over the years, working with clients, um, you know, I, I can get you there, man, I can tell you exactly what you need to do physically, I can, you know, find out all the holes that you need to do maybe with um, testing, and even like with um, medicine, you know, we can come to a conclusion quite quickly if IVF is going to be your fast, fastest route, you know, like that is simple for me, like to do for you, and I enjoy it so much. But what I've been seeing is that we get you on that path. But for some, and this is 
the correlation um, of success, and I'm doing air quotes of people who have gotten and stayed pregnant and the people who haven't through my coaching is this one thing about the mindset, about the worthiness, about the um, about the self-love, about doing the tangible things on such a consistent basis that it does bring the change and that you believe that you're worthy of that change. I would say on a side note to the other people who haven't had success, um, sometimes it just is too late. They've fallen off that cliff and um, it's it's a fine balance of being able to bring them back, right? Now, to get extremely woo-woo, um, Dr. Dr. Joe Dispenza, which I'm going to actually put um, a section in the course um, about, you know, he's doing some amazing research and like he's got some amazing stories of people literally um, changing their health and the structure of their body, right? Because I always talk about like, okay, no one's truly infertile. The only people who really can claim that are people with structural issues. And, um, you know, the only things that we cannot change with functional medicine at the point is structural issues and um, genetic issues that, you know, like no diet and lifestyle is, is going to change. Um, but his crazy ass woo-woo stuff um, is even proving that wrong. But I'm going to be honest, it's, you got to, and just like I was saying with like, hey, you've got to be to that point where you're even willing to be so delusional that that's going to work. And to get that to that point is a journey, right? Um, And it's really important to walk your own path and walk your own journey and not compare yourself to other people and not do things because you're like, oh, that's so amazing. It's going to work for me because sometimes those, even those amazing, cool, woo-woo, crazy things don't work for people because they're just not ready to accept that level of like craziness. <laughs> I don't even know what to say right now because I don't like talking about people about being on like levels like above you, right? Um I think we're all moving forward, um but sometimes if you like leap too far forward, you're just not ready to accept like that craziness. That's all I can say about it. It is craziness. It's like pure craziness. Um and you kind of you just got you got to be ready to receive. And I don't want to say people aren't ready to receive because I know I've, I've heard a lot of people be really hurt by, well, I've tried this. And then someone says to them like, well, you just weren't ready. And it's just like, eh, it's not like a healthy conversation. I just look at it as sometimes we have so much to access and um, sometimes it's just not our time to access that information. We do have to maybe have some deeper understanding of the steps that um maybe we bypassed I'm not sure you know um I was having this conversation in my head (laughs) that you know can you get someone who has um just like okay I believe that the woo-woo stuff works and then start using site k and bypass all of the deep 
dark night soul stuff um it's just an interesting question because um do i believe that you have to go back and relive traumas and relive all that stuff no i don't believe that you have to but i'm just wondering if the human experience um um that's the way the human experience works at the moment i'm not sure um yeah so anyways this is like a really big tangent and i didn't mean to go this long and get this woo woo with you guys um but i hope that this has helped um you wherever you are on your journey and um i'm excited to connect with you guys in the future on these live group coachings Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.